call you out on something. Oh. Okay. I go to the bathroom. Okay. And I'm not going to say the other part that you did in there because that's freaking disgusting and girls don't talk about that. But, that, but what I will okay, say. first of all. Okay. You live far from me. And I have to have <laughs> coffee in the morning, man. That's so gross. Like <laughs> my grandma was from the South, from Tennessee. You don't talk about that stuff. You don't do it. Girls don't do it. Like, it just doesn't happen. But. I didn't risk it and go there after that. I went after we tried to record a podcast and it didn't work. Uh, my fault again. Again, because of Julie. Uh-huh. You know, my husband would sit here and say right now that nothing's ever my fault, but I would agree with him. I would agree with him too <laughs> that you think that. That that is your mental so, idea of reality. But beyond False. the point, Julie, <laughs> if you put a new roll of toilet paper on, the toilet paper roll goes over, not under. Disagree the hell that's not normal i want to i do on facebook we're going to do a poll when we get off because there is no such thing it should always go over it should never go under what are you going to do in the middle of the night when you go to the bathroom and you try to find the toilet paper you don't you close your eyes and you make your way there yeah but if it's under you can't do it why you just touch it like this you like it's kind of like just put your hand there and wiggle and tickling it underneath it give it a little tip on the bottom and then you're like ooh, there it is pull it I mean no if it goes over you put your hand on the toilet paper roll and you shift it and the toilet paper comes it is not under I just feel like it doesn't really make a difference no it most definitely does and this is a big deal I've seen people post about this stuff before it is a big deal okay well we're gonna post well, it me too. and my house are gonna put the toilet paper roll over she's gonna go in there and under. change it like I didn't. I kept it there, but I was like, I came out. I was like, Julie, I'm about to roast you because you put the toilet paper roll on wrong. Not that you. You know, when you came to my house. But at this point, I'm used to you roasting me, so. It's a very comfortable room, though. I feel, it, it's such a wonderful room. I took my, I took that. a selfie in there. Yeah, it's got, that's weird. Not while. It's got that wallpaper. Like no. And it's got bones on it. That's why I took a picture, because I wanted to bone dance. I didn't dance, but I took That a would picture. be even weirder, but. I, I'm going back for that now. <laughs> I wouldn't I'm, like, I'm going back for it. But I, just, I, I told her I came to the bathroom. I was like, Julie? She's like, uh-oh. <laughs> well, at least it's not Jonathan getting in trouble this time. Jonathan's <laughs> always pooping. That bathroom is like Jonathan's glory room. That's his throne. You hear the exhaust fan going from anywhere in the house, and you know, where's Dad? Dad's in the crapper. Of course. Poor guy. He even told me one time, he's like, everybody on Facebook now just thinks that I just poop all the time. I'm like, you poop all the time. Everybody. So, yes, they do, and it's very accurate, dude. But I, like we were talking about earlier, whenever our first and second podcast didn't record, because I'm, <laughs> because I'm a failure, um, and she a loser. Wanted to, you wanted and to add, she was like, all these people, like, put these headphones on, I'm like, yeah, but we don't need them, because we're in a small room anyway, so she goes, well, I just want to hear what they hear. They hear us. Yeah, we hear ourselves, yeah. and then we forgot to unplug, well, yeah. We didn't forget to unplug I mean, it. it. We've had it plugged in, and then all of a sudden, we're going, 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 and we, I mean, the first one was 51 minutes, and then it just stopped and then it didn't record it Gone. just stopped all that great content it was good it too. was good we were talking about our husbands and how they've uh Gosh. pretty much left us um for each other um oh yeah they're like bffs now we like, went from a group text, group text to, all to separate and that should be totally against the rules yeah and now they call each other and they like make plans it's and so weird jonathan even sent me a picture of yesterday he sent me a picture i was like i know him that's my client I'm like, how did you reach? I was like, how did you find my client at a giant convention? He's like, I just saw him walking. And I was like, hey, I know you. My last name's Britton. My wife's Nikki Britton. He's like, oh, yeah. And he's like, I could have felt a little bit famous, too. I was like, oh, famous. famous. You were on one podcast. (laughs) (laughs) But they are. They're like, they talk all the time. I love it. They're like, they're 
besties. And it's hard to find that, to be honest. Because it's hard to find two girls that like each other and then have the husbands that like each other, too. I think the hardest part is girls. Yeah. Girls are just mean. Well, and then my husband and your husband kind of both are, like, more quiet, reserved, unless they're comfortable. Yeah, yeah. They have to like the person. I think by the start to the finish of the meeting, it was like, we basically are stuck with y'all and y'all yeah, are stuck with us. But on the podcast, guess, was, they were shy. Oh, they were faking it. That was bullshit. I'm sorry, but That's it not was. the normal then. They were coming in hard at us, like always, roasting always their wives, roasting us. calling us princesses, saying we're neat. No, here. you were called a princess. I was not. Oh. You are the taco princess. No, I am the taco queen, but <laughs> to each their own. <laughs> she, uh, this morning, she's like, I woke up so hungry and I didn't have tacos. I was like, you have princess status. She goes, obviously not, because I didn't have my tacos. Guess what I got? Tacos? Yep. Did you get them yourself, though? Nope. He actually went and got them? That's why I was 20 minutes late. Jesse needs to be better friends with Jonathan and teach himself. Teach him how to get some tacos? Yeah, because yeah, I don't. But he comes home, and he's like, taco price went up to $4 tacos, so he better eat the whole thing. But I never eat the ends of anything, because it's like a weird OCD habit. Like, I don't Nothing? like... No. Like, sandwiches, breads. No. Uh, burgers, fries. I feel like if my hands are you don't them, eat the ends no. of a fry. Mm-hmm. You just eat it and then throw away the stuff. If it's a thick fry, I will if I can get it in quick. But if I held on to it too long, absolutely. You're not. weirder than I thought. Super weird. Um, another weird thing that I think everyone else thinks is the most absurd thing is, what do you do when you go through a drive-through and you let's say you're in the passenger seat and you order Cane's chicken? So scared. Do yeah. you hold it? Hold what? The food, like in your lap. What do you mean? Can you hold food in your lap? When I'm driving? No. No, when you're in the passenger seat. I'd rather just wait till I get home. But like, let it touch your lap. Oh, I, you're talking about because it's hot. And the grease. Like, I, I want, I put pizza in the trunk because I don't want it to what? Sl- slosh around, but I also don't, slush. I don't want it to touch slush. my, like, I'm afraid <laughs> that it's like, slush. like grease from the bags of the food and the, and the, um, the pizza things are going to like come through and get on my legs and. No, dude, you're just weird. <sighs> Selfies in bathrooms, upside down toilet paper. I haven't even like grease. crossed all the weird, which is why I'm stoked for this weekend. I know you're weird. Out. She, so all of a sudden I get Jessie that sends us videos of Julie who decided to dress in a blow up unicorn horse costume. Just a unicorn. unicorn. It was Uni- a blow up unicorn. Unicorn yeah. costume. It was a late night a wine drinking purchase. One, okay. of, one of her sons comes out and he goes, she's like, hi, it's me. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. I was twerking in it. Yes. It had a huge butt. Yeah, that's what my friend said. And it wobbled. My friend said, man, she's <laughs> I'm like, yeah, she's a thick girl. It she, was. She going out that like I, I was telling you whenever. Well, I didn't know I was being recorded because I couldn't see because I was too short. So there's. A, <laughs> so my daughter has a recording. She sent to all her friends, which thanks a lot. And then my husband had all these recordings, but my intentions were to. I see all these construction workers. We have a slab being poured and a bunch of stuff. They're all sitting out there, and I wanted to just... You know the stories they went home to go tell their families, too? Oh, yeah. I That's what I do it for, just for shock value. You're a crazy person. Just so that they can go home. I don't know. He sent the video, and she's, like, bouncing around. She goes, I'm happy, I'm happy, I'm happy, I'm happy. I'm like, oh, my gosh, that's definitely Julie. And there, happy. there's one in the background with my son going, Dad, I think this is the best day of Mom's life. <laughs> <laughs> I turn around, it and I was is. like, it is. It is. <laughs> I've got glitter, too, so I can blow it on everyone. But my son dumped it all over the floor the night before, and my husband hates glitter. And I just well, glitter hear, is just so invasive. Well, and I bought like fine. Um, That's why rainbow. Yeah, Jonathan's glitter. not a beach person, 
he likes to go down there and work. This is where I, last time we got in a fight, because I was like, all you're doing is working. I just want to go lay on the beach. Like, that's all I want to go do. And then finally at 3, 34 o'clock, we get to go lay on the beach. I'm like, I only have an hour. And I'm a beach person. Like, I grew up on the beach. Like, I could be at the beach from in the morning till nighttime, like, all day, never leaving. I love the sand. And Jonathan's like, sand is just so evasive. That's what, that's what Jesse feels like, about it, too. It can't be that evasive because you have hair everywhere. It's not like it's going in a crack. <laughs> like, your balls are evasive, yeah, sir. You're like, okay. Like, that thing is just... Hey, y'all got a lot more going on that should be bothering you. Yeah. So he said, <laughs> we have this argument all the time. So I tell him, I'm like, this person sucks ball sacks. And he goes, it's not sacks, Nikki. It's one sack it's with one two sack. balls in it. I don't care. But I'm like, no, ball <laughs> sacks. Like, they suck all the sacks. Everyone sucks. Yes. They're not, they're not good. <laughs> But this week has been uh, a little bit crazy in uh, the real estate world with mm-hmm. stuff. I was going off on um, an, uh, an agent who um, I had a client reach out to me that has ha- been having a tough time with her property management company. And um, she wanted to list her property. She's ready to sell it. And so I was like, okay, like, let's do it. I'll help you. So I send her comps, you know, within an hour and I send her the IBS form and the um, listing agreement and she signs everything. And so I'm like, okay, good. She's like, just give you a heads up. Like the property manager person like wanted to list the house and she might be a little bit aggressive. If she does, just let me know. So I call this agent and I'm like, hi, my name's Nikki. Like all being all nice. And I was like, I'm actually listing the property at blah, 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 blah. And she interrupts me and she goes, I'm listing that property. (laughs) And I was like, you are? And she goes, I've already listed it on HAR. Not true, because I'd already put it as coming soon on HAR. So you can't list a property twice. Yeah. And so I was like, well, do you have a listing agreement? Because then at that point, I'm confused. I'm like, is this yeah. person trying to do it with both people? Like, Makes you question the seller? Yeah, I'm like, what is really going on? on? Yeah. And so I asked her if she has a listing agreement signed, and she hung up on me. And so Jonathan, I was in my office, and our bedroom's across from it. And he was like, did she just hang up on you? And he's like, you know, this is like, oh, shit. Nikki's about to lose her shit. Yeah, actually, I wouldn't hang up on you without... I was yeah, like, that's pretty psychotic. I was like, she just hung up on me. She legitimately just hung up on me. So well, I was she like, didn't have anything to say, it sounds like. No, well, I wrote, um, I wrote the agent and the seller in the same message and just said, hey, I think we got disconnected. Or you hung up on me. But <laughs> 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 so before you did, I was like, I actually have the property listed on the MLS because I have a representation agreement that's already signed. And so we both know that you can't do it with both. Well, then I also reached out to the broker because I was like, I think he kind of needs to be involved because this seems like it's going to go probably downhill pretty fast. Well, you want to make the seller as comfortable as possible. You yeah, know, not well, you make don't want them to be all stressed out. Yeah, and right. it's already drama. So it's like, we just need to kind of fix this. So I call the broker and he starts to explain to me that she did all this work to pull comps. <laughs> How much time does it take to pull comps? I, I think I was on the phone with you yesterday and did that in like mm, five minutes, if that. It doesn't take Maybe long. five, maybe three and a half. Yeah. I don't so know. she's <laughs> done all this work and, you know, she was promised a listing, blah, blah, blah. And that because of that, they built an agency relationship. Well, that doesn't stand up. So. No, I almost kind of just want to chuckle. And I'm like, there is no signed listing agreement. In fact, there is no IABS. And I was like, so I was like, you could, don't actually have an agency relationship because there's none of that stuff signed and I do have it. 
and I explained, you know, what his agent had done. And he goes, well, that part's wrong. But, you know, she did all this work. It kept going back to that. And I was like, it doesn't matter. If you don't have a signed agreement, you don't have crap, dude. Like, you don't have verbal, it. Verbal is nothing. It's no, but the way they were treating this owner was just really bad and really scummy. So then I'm the kind of, like, standing up for the man. You yeah. know, good, good. That's Nikki coming and, in hot. So. Oh, okay. I'm like, I'm happy that I'm on this. Like, I'm going to freaking get him. And so then... That goes away, and I'm like, whoo, I could breathe. It's solved. And then, and <laughs> then, and then, I've only heard heard Nikki uh, lose it. I'm so freaking, it makes I'm so me freaking mad. You know, though, when you get so <laughs> mad, like the only thing you could do is cry because yes. you just have to, like, you either get mad, you have to punch something. And it's been a long time since I got that way. But yeah, I did. That. I told you I dehydrated myself this week crying. Well, you had a legitimate, <laughs> like that was your thing was actually a really crappy. That was. That was crappy. Was, we'll talk about that yeah. one next because that 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 kind of that took the fire in me too. Where I'm just oh, like, I know. I was, I was afraid to tell you because you were already heated, and I'm like, no. she's gonna come in with swords. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> for real. Um, you just you. My thing is, you treat people the way that you want to be treated, mm-hmm. and you do it to others what you want done to you. And it really, you know, in Texas, and a lot of people I know that we've looked at a map, and I mean, there's people listening to us all over. I mean, in Africa. Africa? <laughs> no. I mean, in uh, Europe. What was, what was um, the other place? Dostofak. Dostofak. Uh, I don't even know. There was. I couldn't even you say. You said something. the name. You laughed at me. When I was reading it, I could but say Kansas, it. Kansas. There's a lot of people in Kansas, Vegas. I mean, there were people all over the place. Uh, Florida. So we had a lot of people. And one of the things in Huge the state in Houston, a lot I'm of Houston. Yeah. Crosby is popping. So in the state of Texas. The way that it works, because Texas is, we're, we're large, we're very big. Um, there's different MLSs in the state of Texas, right? So, like, San Antonio has Sabre, College Station has their own. Uh, here in Houston, we have Har. There's the Central MLS. There's Beaumont. Um, they're all over. I mean, Galveston even has one, even though the majority of people use Har. One of the things that I've always wanted to do was make sure that I'm knowledgeable in every market area. And by doing that, as a broker, we have, we've joined all of these different boards, the secondary boards, our main one is HAR, and then we join all the MLSs. So that way, our agents can practice anywhere. They have access to the MLS and they can work on those. It's important to me to do that. super important too for, you know, like some of us, like, you know, we... In Baytown, there's a lot of people where Beaumont is partially in hard. Exactly. And it's partially not. Exactly. So we've had to give out, you know, referrals because yeah, we because don't have access to it. Yeah. And no one. And each MLS is so did. different. Yeah. But, I mean, Full Circle spends a lot of money every single year on all these different MLSs because they're not cheap. Like, to the for the broker to join most of these boards and the MLS, I mean, it's about 700 800 bucks. So it's a lot. And then they have to pay their quarterly dues on top yep. of their other ones. So I spend a lot of money on all of these. And I've always tried to go in, learn their systems, be respectful, like learn their ways, you know, because yeah, I'm big so on rules. Different. It's so it is. different everywhere you're at. It really is. But so we joined a local MLS. Um, I won't say the place. And one of the things that, you know, we had joined on February 15th. Okay. Mm-hmm. And every MLS that you join, they want you to do their MLS orientation, new member orientation, which, I mean, they do it. You have to do it. It's part of the rules. You do it and you get it done. Well, we had joined. And when you first join, there's all this crazy stuff going on. You're having to fill out all these papers, you know, get your agents on there. It's just, it's, it's a shit show. I mean, it legitimately uh, yeah, on is. top of all other seven jobs you have. You it's have not easy. Yeah. So 
uh, we signed up and they have a new member orientation and it was mandatory. And so on this form, on the very bottom, very small, it says the you have to do the mandatory class. And the first one at that place was the 23rd. And again, it's very small. And so I thought the way I read it, because it says you have to do virtual or in person and you you had a chance to do two before I guess you were in trouble. And so anyways, the way I had read it or anybody else would have read it is that you have a chance to do two. Well, I can't do in person because this place is two hours away from me. And then to do a three hour class and drive two hours back, that's a seven hour day. Yeah, we need you. Like I have so questions. Long. Yeah, and I can't be in a class. I mean, most of my education classes that I do are via Zoom, yeah. not just for the brokerage, but the ones that I do right. are via Zoom. So that way I could still access my stuff. So anyways, I join on the 15th. On the 23rd is this first one. I don't get any emails from the board at all until February 27th. So it's already past this 23rd, super tiny at the bottom. And then all of a sudden there was the next one, the next month. So I did it, I was on it, but I was switching to a MacBook from an HP. My camera's not working. I get kicked out of the freaking class. So I'm like, well, I got kicked out. I'll just do the freaking next one. Not a big deal. Right. Oh, it is a big deal. So then I get an email <laughs> that I am in trouble and I have to pay $250 and I'm punished. You're, I'm punished. You're a rebel. I can't go to the next virtual class even though it's on the same day. I have to go in person. And so I call and I'm like, look, I just joined. It hasn't even been two months. Like, yes, I missed the first one. But I mean, I was like, dude, that wasn't even like 10 days after I joined. Like, I didn't even get any information. I didn't know. Can there be some grace? No. No, no grace. So then I'm sitting <laughs> over here like, hold up a second. I'm a mom. There's single dads. There's all these people all over the place that legitimately you have responsibilities like dropping kids off at school or God forbid you have something else like something awful like, like what if you have cancer and you have a cancer appointment that you have to go to that day? Or you're no. taking care of a They sick didn't parent. care. Like, I yeah. was like, I have to drive two hours to get there, two hours back. How am I? I was like, I have kids. I have to drop them off at school. You have to be there. If you're not there, if you're not there, me as a broker. Not only will we kick you out, but we're going to kick all your agents out too. I'm like, dude, I'm on the phone with NAR. I'm calling everybody. I'm like, this doesn't seem right to me. How can I as a broker not tell my realtors, you have to be at this meeting and you have to do this stuff and you have to be here certain hours. It's against the rules. Yes, it is against the rules. It is yes. very much against the mm -hmm. rules. I can't tell one of my can't agents that they have to be there. But an MLS is giving me a schedule. I know it seems backwards. Like it, it, it kind of goes against what I, what I would it consider gets my blood ethical. talking about it. Yes. But you know, it it goes back to at the end of the day, you're still gonna do it because you take well, care I have of people. To. You have to do but it. But it's not fun for me to do and it. And it's not fair how it how it I don't is. think it's, it's just my thing is yes, just, I understand, but there was obviously a misunderstanding. Right. Like give me a little bit of grace on it and I'm not trying to break the rules and not no. come. I don't even it's care. Like I feel passionate to the situation. I don't even care if I have to pay the two hundred and fifty dollars, whatever, yeah. oopsie. But I was like to do that, and I was like, you know that I'm having to come from Houston. It's two hours, and you don't care. You're telling me I have to be there. And then the best part about it, at the end, they were like, okay, so you want to come to the class on this date? And I was like, no, I don't want to, but you're forcing <laughs> me to. So obviously, I'm going to be there. And they were just like, okay, thanks, bye. And I'm like, you have no compassion for your agents. And my thing is, MLS and the agent should be working together. We should all be a team. But if you have no compassion for anybody else, anybody, that is so wrong. It's, I would never treat anybody like that. 
You can't you can't be successful doing that. No. But then again, that's a different kind of I don't even know what that but job I mean, criteria. Gosh, it, it made me so mad, and I was like, you know, obviously I have to go, I have to do it. But it gave me a really bad taste in my mouth for a lot of different reasons. I mean, NAR basically said nothing could be done to this NLS, mm -hmm. which I think is crap. Mm -hmm. I mean, if I have to uphold certain rules and I have to be ethical and I have to do all this stuff. Like, nowhere on this piece of paper in the bylaws does it say you're going to charge me $250. It says that I'll have a fee. Isn't but no, that, that's kind of shitty. But yeah. a $250 fee? What about agents that they aren't producing yet? And they accidentally missed an appointment. Like, that's wrong. And then they're canceled and they never... I mean, that'd be... It's already so hard to start fresh. Just imagine so everything coming at you like that. Yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd probably cry. Well, then they're saying on the email that the date is on the 2nd. And then they're telling me it's on the 4th. And then I have to screenshot it and say, no, you sent on this email that it's on the 2nd. And she's like, well, it's wrong. We have to send a new one out. I'm like, well, did you not know that? So you're threatening everybody that they have to come to this thing. They're in trouble. They have to pay this fee. You're saying a certain date. And then I tell you it's the wrong date. And then all of a sudden an email goes out saying that it's May 4th. Well, may the fourth be with you. Well, my thing is, you you obviously made a mess up, right? Right. You messed up and... What if you would have shut up on the second? That's what I'm saying. They made a mess up, but it's okay for them to do it. But if I mess up, it's not okay. And I was like, that right there, like, I try to do a lot for a lot of different boards, and I really try to represent our company well, and I try to be that person that's like the rule follower and doing the stuff, and it just, it really kind of... It pissed me off. It has pissed me off for a couple of days. I'm still hot talking I, about it. I think, yeah, last night when, or yesterday when I called you middle of the day, which I don't even remember if that was, was about what it was about. It was about something else totally. Still, and you were on. I'm still mad. You were on your <laughs> tangent. Like, I'm still mad. And I was like, I just start laughing because I'm like, when Nikki is on it, she is not going to stop hey. till she's No, but I know because I try to sleep on stuff. I am the type of person where if I am still stuck on something for that long, you know, it's wrong. Like, it's, it's wrong. Kind of drive you crazy. Because I yeah. wrote, I literally read through all the bylaws, all the stuff. You can't tell somebody you have a fee, but you're not telling them the fee that it is. And now, if you don't pay this $200, $250 fee that you're kicked out, I'm sorry, but that's crappy. It is. That's not right. It and is. if you're treating people that way, it's going to come back on you because it's not right. But people think, and this comes into a lot of stuff politically and everything else. People think that if they have a power in something that they could treat people the way they want to. And a lot of brokers in our industry think that way too. And yeah. I think that that's one of the things that I've dealt with it for so long being in the corporate world and, you know, a lot of it being a woman. And you look at it and I'm like, you know what, that's not the way it is. And I'm not going to settle for it being that way. And I'm going to change it. And don't tell me I can't do something. And you did. And you that's where Full Circle came in, which brings me to a question I can't believe I have not asked yet. But... Um, what, what was the, what brought you She's to Full Circle? At the sign. Yeah, I'm looking at the sign and I'm like making a circle. What, where did you get Full Circle, Texas? What I didn't the, want a brokerage where somebody else was working underneath my name. Because I think that's crap. For one. I think that if you're calling something your stuff or your team, I just think that, you know, I think it works for some people. But for me, I've always, again, talking about the MLS stuff, mm -hmm. had this power kick where it's like, I want everybody to be equal. That's why I don't really consider myself being the broker. And I really, like when somebody says, oh, she's my boss. I'm like, I'm not your freaking boss. I'm a broker. <laughs> I work boss. with you. Yeah. Um, but full circle, the reason I called it that was because everybody in life comes full circle. Everybody that's buying or selling a house comes full circle. How many times in your life have you said, oh, it's just all came full circle? 
there's that magical moment in everybody's life multiple times where you look back on something and you're like, man, I came from where I'm at and I'm at where I'm at now. This has really came full circle. Yeah, you kind of see what happened yes. even though you did in the beginning. Yep. I just thought it was genius marketing at first. And I know when I first joined, everyone, everyone's like, I love the logo. I love the logo. Yeah, but the glitter circle also had a lot of representation of full circle because, I mean, think about it. The circle on itself of our logo is right here. Yeah. But it's like it starts small and then and it, it goes big yep. and then it comes around full circle every single time. And that's why that was so important. But I remember telling Jonathan, I was like, I'm going to create this brokerage. And I was like, this is what I'm going to call it. And he had kind of came up with some other names. So I was like, no, I just kept going back to full circle. I was like, okay. it has to be full circle. But then also the reason why it was full circle Texas was because I didn't want it to just say full circle realty or full circle brokerage or whatever the hell you're supposed to put. I was like, it's well, it not was so just, inclusive. Like, yeah. And it, and it brought it. It's like, not what we do. We are not. We don't do just one thing. No. And I love that because now it's being implemented in. You know, everything everything our I mean, new business new art our, our secret new business that was what i was going to earlier is like you we started that phone call yesterday and you're hot and heavy and and then i was like then you I, had an idea. I had a really good idea that i thought was just the best idea ever and it is it was actually a really good idea it was. and then nikki was like yeah but you can do this and, and we can make this much money and it's an even better deal yep. and she's like okay boom llc we did it yep. and i'm like oh my god like this is this is full circle for my life i i now use way, it all the time that's the way that it's supposed to be and that's why it's full circle texas because we do our new secret thing which has to do with real estate yes. um we do property management we do short-term rentals we teach people how to invest um we do commercial we do so much for land, crap. All the land, land. Um, STRs. I mean, there's we teach people how to fight their taxes. I mentor people all over the United States. I mean, there's so much stuff that we do that mm -hmm. this isn't a brokerage. I mean, essentially, it's a family. And it's I, a, it's I a powerhouse that. of businesses. Yes. It really has like, become If that. somebody has an idea, I mean, we have a freaking podcast now that's associated with our brokerage. Like, you have an idea... We work on the idea together, and then we make it freaking amazing. I mean, that's the way that it should be. And I remember telling you, there's there's two things I wanted, and this is one, and and then a part of the other plan was one. And oh, I told you too. You, I was like, podcast. like thirty minutes later, all right, we're doing it. All yeah, right, we're doing I, it. I googled what's the best <laughs> podcast system, and I was like, we're freaking doing it. But the reason why is because you never know what idea can turn into something amazing. And somebody's idea, even if you don't understand it, if you actually if you challenged yourself to research it and say, why does this person have this idea? Is this a good idea? Because the person with the idea probably came to you with the passion of an yes. idea and did research yes. and sees how it works. And it's like, oh my God, I want it so bad. But some people just don't know how to start it either though. And some people just need a little bit of a push. But Jonathan, he's creating a freaking app that I think is, I mean, he's my husband, but I think it's genius. I think that's why Jesse's in love with him. Yeah, it's genius. Because he's, I can't tell you how many times I've heard about this app <laughs> and how, I, did you know that squirrels, Squirrels can even see, and I, I get like he, it's going to be a really big thing for y'all. No, and I'm excited for him because he's talked about him. it for forever. He's like, "What did you think if there was this app?" And I was like, "That's a really cool idea." But I didn't is, know he completely thought of this on his own. On his own, and it amazes me because Jonathan, it's like he's 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 such a he's a really great guy, and one of the reasons I fell in love with him is because he's such a good dad. Mm -hmm. But together, both of us, I mean, he owns his own business and he's in sales, which helps. But both of us together, a lot of times we have these ideas and he's like, well, how do we do this? And I was like, dude, if you really want to create an app, finally, I was like, I've heard it so much. 
Google it. Go figure out how to do it. Because yeah. if you have this great idea, yeah. and it is a great idea, figure out what steps you have to do next to get that idea into something where it's a reality. Go right. do it. Who cares? You never know what can turn into something freaking huge. So when you said podcast, I was like, yeah, I thought about that before, but never really like went into it. I'm like, who am I going to talk to? Well, then I have Julie. And I can't show <laughs> Julie. up. You know, so, I'm down to tea. Yeah, talk. so then you, you buy the stuff, and then we're like, okay, what do we do next? And this is what we do. And then... Oh, Debra, you were so excited. She's like, we got to launch it. we got to do it now. I'm like, no, we got to like, we got to apply and we got to do this and we got to get it into iTunes. We have to make it look really professional and let's like do it the right it's way. It's hard. It was a learning curve. Like we were both like, um, coding, um, what, um, this, um, that, but I mean, the well, re- tech side of stuff. I love that. I'm oh. like a super big nerd. When That's why I was like, tech. I'm all down for podcasting. This is what I wanted to do. But it was the opposite for me. It was like, I can talk to myself. <laughs> you know, I will. Yeah, like, yeah. I, me and me can have, I will oh, even use a different voice. A different like, accent. Hello, Julie. Oh, hello, you know. I can do that. But <laughs> tech side, no. And, it, and people do not understand how hard it is to actually have a podcast and with well to get it approved to, to get, get it, it launched mm-hmm. to and get then it on all the platforms, platforms you, what, are, what are all the platforms because I can't even we're on iHeartRadio now we're on Amazon Music and I did not do that one so I don't know how we're on that one yeah I need to download that I know iHeart Amazon yeah. um, Apple iTunes Apple yeah Spotify uh, there's another one that I forgot. RSS one yeah we're on a bunch but now there's another one yeah. but you have to get approved and then some of these I'm assuming like Amazon Music they mm-hmm. won't pick you up I guess unless you're on the other ones but we've have quite a bit of followers. Amazon stuff. pulls from the MLS. Maybe. <laughs> I don't freaking know. I don't even want to hear that word MLS for the next couple weeks. No, I regret it. I regret so it. Off. The minute I said it, I was like, Rrr. makes me so mad. But I've been the type of person literally for forever where I'm like, this is right or this is wrong. And I think that, you know, who you've been, again, talking about full circle, who you've been and the things that you've went through in life really mold you to the person that you are today. Yeah. And I know that, you know, we've, touched on stuff like domestic violence and stuff before but it a lot of things blow my mind because real estate has really changed my life like it has changed my life it has been a dream of mine for a long time and it's gotten me to where I'm at now where I feel like I have a platform where you never know your story my story whoever's story can really help somebody else because there could be other women who are listening to us right and they're like I want to do that like I want to be one of those like boss people like I want to Come have on, my girl. own career and do my own stuff there's people that get discouraged though on it or they're single moms that are like I don't have the money for it or whatever it is that's happens but I remember when I was going through real estate I haven't talked to everybody about it but my close friends know but I was going through real estate courses and I was in an abusive relationship very abusive I mean I've had fingers broken I've been pushed downstairs I've been slammed across walls I've been choked. Um, I've been locked out of the house and Mason's been locked in the house and not letting me in. I mean, you talk about it and it blows my mind because me as who I like to think of myself as a strong person. And I think that I've gotten so strong and so headstrong on stuff now, like the MLS. <laughs> because you're done. You're well, just because done you've with been through so much and you don't want to be pushed around. Yeah. And so then, I mean, I've been in a situation where it's been that bad and I've been where people that have done bad things haven't gotten punished for them like they should and, and it's, they have it's, whole family backing them up. oh it's hard and i mean they have everyone lying for them it's hard and well even lying it's like you can't say what happened when there's literally physically proof, proof. like absolutely dude, i you choked me to where literally i thought i was going to die like i passed out so you've choked me you hit me so hard where you popped an implant 
there's a visible, I mean, you've seen it, a mm-hmm. visible fist print on my chest. Knuckles, yeah. And you and your family tell the story that I, you were leaving and I tried to stop you and I fell into the dresser. First of all, there's no way to have handprints on somebody's neck to have that stuff, but to go through all of those things. And I think what makes you stronger is you're always going to have to be there to defend yourself. I called the police and the police didn't come for three and a half hours. I had my friend in Alaska calling. Everybody's like, why have the police not came? Like, this is serious shit. Like, yeah. this is something that seriously happened. It's a, it, it's, it's scary. Broken system. You don't know if he's going to come back. You no. have no idea. So you sit, you're sitting in a house, a single mom, Mesa's in the bedroom. Thank God, you know, he didn't know everything that had happened. And you're sitting in a house and you're waiting three and a half hours for cops to come when two male cops finally show up and they're like, well, we can't look at anything and make a full report because there's no females. So what do you do then? I mean, I have to go all the way down the police station. So then the next day I have to take off of work. I was literally scheduled to take my real estate course a week after this happened. Oh God. I seriously, like I didn't have time to study. I didn't have time to do anything. So I take off work the next day. I have to tell my coworkers what, kind of happened so that way everybody knows I'm not just like you know, trying to work. ditch work and so I go down to the police station I stay down the police station for two and a half almost three hours nobody helps you you just sit there waiting and finally I was like I have to go pick up my kid I need to make a report I need to do this stuff it almost discourages you as a victim to make the report but then tell me how but the bully but the bully can slander the bully can do it they can do they all want. that stuff I mean, it's like some of the same stuff that you're going through right now. And it's like, you can't, it blows my mind that somebody can do all of these things. Somebody Mm -hmm. can hurt you so badly that like literally pops an implant and they get deferred probation. And while on deferred probation, all that they get is basically a slap on the wrist. You get your second DWI. How are you not in jail? Deferred probation means if you get in trouble within that time, you You go go to prison. Why are you not in prison? How do people keep getting away with the system or people threaten you? Mm-hmm. People say that they know where you live. Mm-hmm. People key your vehicles. Mm-hmm. All of this stuff that happens. People and you're put a, words in your mouth. You're afraid you have to be like completely a different person than yes. you are. Well, but there's proof that they've done these things. Oh, mass proof. Absolutely. And they get away with it. Or like yeah. I had to tell the DA yeah. after my car got keyed. I was like, this is just the first thing that we caught this person on. It's not the first thing that they've done. The amount of burner texts, all of this stuff that I've gotten. And they're like, well, if they don't, it's going to come their name. Well, if they're going they to pay. And, you know, if they, if they did yeah. get arrested, they got this, they get that. And I'm like, Call yeah. Us if anything happens again. You have to almost, like, get seriously hurt, right? Yeah. Have yeah. proof of it. Or the person ends up killing you. Yeah. And then you're like, okay, well, I think that they might have been right about what I'm dead saying. now. Can you come? And that's what the world's kind of getting I mean, It's really? kind of crappy. It is. But, you know, at the end of the day, people who know your character, people who know my character, and people who have been slandering, they know better. So you have that support. Well, also your story, you don't know who it's going to help. I mean, you could be helping somebody that's in the same situation or helping somebody that's in a domestic violence situation. I mean, domestic violence is a big thing for me now. Then I wouldn't have understood it because I would have always said, and I had always said, somebody cheats on me, I'm out. Well, you don't know because until it really happens to you, you don't you know don't if you're know. out. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, don't. there were so many different cheating things, and they're, they cry and they say they're sorry yeah. and whatever, or they are abusive and they say they're sorry and they didn't mean to, or it's the alcohol, whatever it is, and you continue to stay. And so you really truly don't know. And so I've learned through growing up and coming full circle that I don't judge somebody. Or their decision to stay or anything like that. Any situation that they're in because you truly never know. And that's why I've always said... their mental state is is their business. You just get broken down so long. Yeah. 
But I've always said, when you go out each day, you never know what that person's going through. And right. you don't know if your small act of kindness or the small, the small smile or telling somebody they're pretty, you never know if that's going to change their stuff. And it, I look back on all the stuff that I had went through and I'm like, that's why I've gotten to where I'm at today. But that's, again, one of the biggest reasons why I built Full Circle. I mean, you're hu- it, it, it creates, you know, hum- human, like, connection. It really does. It's it makes compassion, it, too. I it makes you want to. A long way. You want to go out of your way to just be kind because you know what it's like to just walk around the world so with everybody. So it. Robin Williams. Exactly. One of the funniest people you think that he's happy all the time. And it's really your friends that are probably the most happiest that, you know, that you probably have to worry about the most because you just never know. Yep. So having that strong, good, you know, having people who just believe in you and they're they're with you while you dig through the trenches and the hard stuff, that's the people you keep forever because there's always hard oh, stuff. Oh, most definitely. Always hard stuff. But always. it just means, like, I, I've noticed, like I said, in the first, since I came to Full Circle, but especially in the last month, I've noticed... That Your I've gotten a lot is, more attention. My business oh, is blowing You are blowing filling it right now. I thought January was good. Um, and then no. April is like, You're doing I don't awesome. even know if I have four or five closings this month. I know I have You have a ton of stuff three, right now. I can't even count them all right now. But I'm You just, have a lot. I'm happy. And it's yeah. like, I think that's what it was. The drive came back so much stronger. I was happy. And I'm getting into different markets, getting into Seabrook. Um, Which is really cool because Blake yeah. Ortiz uh, lives there. He's one of our agents. And he's... He probably sold that house, too. He's, yeah. yeah. I got it. It was like day one. I was like, y'all Seabrook's want a really cool it. area, yeah. too. I love it. So, I love Seabrook, Kemo, uh, Clear Lake Shores, all of those areas out there. I lived in League City uh, mm-hmm. for a little while when I left, when I was at the other brokerage and left to open up the office down there. Um it's a really interesting market. It's di- it's, it's very kind of, different. Yeah, it's where I started, but it's not where I wanted to be. Once I was there long enough, I was like, oh, this one's. It's it's, it's a lot. just very different. And I yeah. remember, like, I always am up for a challenge. And so when I right. went down there, I was like, man, there was these bigger name brokerages. There wasn't any really small boutiquey ones. And a lot of those people that were at those big name brokerages, they left, and they're at like EXP and mm-hmm. you know stuff like that now. And so it was kind of interesting to see the shakeup that happened down there, but. I mean, I met Blake, and he's like the big brother of Full Circle. It's funny because Full Circle, you know, you see a lot of the girls, and we have some amazing freaking women. Like, the women in our brokerage are, I mean, hands down, I would put them against anybody else, are some of the most amazing people I've ever met in my entire life, but the guys are too. Like, Blake has always been supportive. I mean, I literally love him like a brother. I love his wife. His kids are awesome. Like, and I met him through an ex-boyfriend. Like... The amount of loyalty that we have within Full Circle, it's just, it feels... Loyalty is everything, and it's so clear. It just feels it's so clear. different. Like, but yeah. that's what I wanted it to be, and I I fought really freaking hard, and I guess that's why I just want to fight everybody. Fight the MLS. <laughs> fight the man. Fight <laughs> this. Fight that. Throw this table. <laughs> like, yeah. You're doing something bad. You know I'm violent and fighting. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I've heard. <laughs> so it's been said, but, you know. You know, the funny thing about that, though, is there's, I've always said your haters are your cheerleaders, right? Oh, yeah. So all of these people that say all this stuff, it's funny to me when certain proof comes out. So you're uh-huh. like, uh-huh. oh, this person's bad. This person did that. Well, really? Because there's a video of this person doing that to that person. And you're like, oh, and shoot. And, and the narcissistic people are always the ones who switch their story up to literally tell the same thing they did. Dude, yes. It's like, man, there's there's going to yes. be proof one day. When the person and went. that's going to look real bad, yeah. my guy. Yeah, like, the person <laughs> went, Ur. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah, uh-huh. 
they literally obviously got arrested for doing that. Er, they yeah. got arrested. They went to jail. <laughs> and then they came out and made a TikTok calling us the narcissist. And we're like, dude. <sighs> that's when really, you're be like social media. How does that work, wow. though? Like, that's the thing. A lot of people, I think people just intrigue me. Because I look at it and I'm like, I'm not perfect. And I know I'm not perfect. And I have made so many mistakes in life. I made so many and so many situations where I'm like, this is a bad situation. But the one thing I can say is that I've never intentionally tried to be a bad person. And yes. I've never intentionally yeah. did something to hurt somebody else. Yep. If I've done stuff and I have, it hasn't been something that's been intentional. Yeah. I, I almost feel like I give too much. Yeah. yeah. And, but I've never had, I've never had any malicious intent. And it, it blows my mind when people do, because I can't as a person be like, why would you treat somebody like that? You know, I mean, why I, would you do that to somebody? And that goes into real estate too. A lot of these brokers, like, well, yeah, that was my whole scenario too. I mean, it, and I know what that? it is too. We live in the same area yep. and you see that I do more than you and I'm sorry that everybody likes me. But there shouldn't be that. <laughs> what the hell? Like, there shouldn't be that though. Like, like I like everybody, well, but if you're going to cross you cheer, me like You that, cheer everybody on too. Oh yeah. That's the way it should be. Absolutely. I don't care but about no, the Getting older, I've kind of adopted the mentality now where I'm like, Life is too short, and Facebook and social media, because everything's on social media, is too big. So if I feel like you're not bringing anything to the table and you're doing negative things, I'm just going to block you. I mean, you have to. You have to. My block list is like freaking swipes long. I, I just, just don't do it I just anymore. checked my, I think it was 168. I was like, man. I, you have to count them. I'm not going to count No, I didn't. You know, it shows it now. Oh. After the update, it showed well, it. I guess I got to go look. There's a lot. I mean, yeah. there's ex-boyfriends. There's ex-boyfriends, moms. There's, I mean, it, there's brokers that I've had to block. I mean, I just gotten to the point where I'm like, you know, I'm not doing it. I'm not playing the game. So if you're not bringing anything to the table, I mean, I met an agent who is on the opposing part of the deal. Uh-huh. He has sold. He's been in the industry since 2017 or 18. I can't remember. But he has sold Five, over 400 homes on the MLS. That's so amazing. not even talking about the homes that he's done off that market. And it intrigues me, right? Yeah. Because I always wanted to be constantly learning. I feel like if you're not constantly learning, then you're doing something wrong. And so I reached out to him, not only about the deal, I said completely off subject. And but that's like I, 80, I just did the math. That's like 80 homes. If he it's said his goal every year is to sell over 100 homes. See? That's, See? Big goals aren't always funny when no, they were. But I asked him, I said, I mean, what, I'm what are you clap. doing? I hope he listens. And you ought to send him on. He's thing. the nicest guy. I want like, to work with him. <laughs> I talked to him, and the way that he spoke, and he was just so happy. And he has a lot going on in his own life right now that I won't speak on. But right. it was so inspiring to me to see somebody so young. He's, I think he said he's 31. I thought he was like 25 or 29 by his picture. But I love to tell this industry. Yeah, <laughs> but I love the pictures, the editing. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, guilty. <laughs> but I look up everybody that I'm about to do a deal with just so I go into it knowing who my competition is. What Absolutely. can I do? What I can I that. say? Yep. You just, you got to learn it. Yep. So when I looked him up, I was like, dang, this kid's like freaking killing it. Mm-hmm. So I asked him and he's like, well, I have Google's like Google spreadsheets and everything on it. I could teach you that. And I'm like, why aren't you your own broker? Why aren't you at your own brokerage? Like, dude, you need to be doing this stuff. Like right. you could grow and do your own stuff. And he's starting to ask about it now. But, you know, it's inspiring to me to see somebody who's at a competing brokerage 
have the way that we're speaking to each other, right? He's happy. He's not going anywhere. He wants to stay at his brokerage. Yeah, it didn't not, hurt my feelings. You're not like recruiting and no, you're, you're picking. I tried to at first until I realized he's happy. <laughs> and then yeah. when I realized he's happy and he has the stuff going you're on. Like, okay, then just show me. Yeah. I want to know what you're doing. Like, right. please teach me. But that's he's the best willing way to, to do learn. that. And that's great. And that's yep. honestly what I feel like our, our industry should really be because when you're out there and you're helping other people, same with the MLS. I'm so mad. Lord. Same with the Lord. MLS. But when you're helping each other, it comes back around, right? Yes. And so if you're a good person, good things are going to happen to you. And it it's does. not saying that nothing bad is ever going to happen, but it's all in God's plan too. So and he will he will dig you out of it. And that, that's the biggest thing I've, I've learned in my own town. Like I, yeah. I've said with my old brokerage, I didn't, I would do, you know, have questions that were big that, I knew one, either the answer was not correct or yeah. two. But then you went to your other. Yeah, people. go to the OGs, yeah. my, my Baytown, Texas OGs. I mean, shout out to every one of you. You know who you are. I love those people. Well, it's the fact that they, they help teach. when they don't have to, right? They don't. And they no. don't get anything from it mm-hmm. other than helping. That says a lot because yep. there's so many brokerages that just care about the numbers. And, and, and this week, too, a lot of them just calling the just to tell me, hey, I support you. I've seen that you've been going through going through it, but yeah. you know, I want you to know every one of us, all the big dogs, yeah. we got you. And it's hard for me to see certain stuff like this because mm-hmm. as the broker, but also your friend, obviously, I want to go in freaking guns blazing. Like, <laughs> I want to. But then I've learned. I that saved that for my one friend who is a guns yeah. blazer. I can't, there's certain <laughs> things it's like I can't say anything on, you know, because of our business. Well, and, and I feel like that's, I, I couldn't you can't, really either no. because, well, I keep my coos. I like to keep my coos, but you know, there's a level. Of, it's, it's hard though. Sometimes you see something and it's hard for me. I mean, MLS mm-hmm. <laughs> to not say anything and be like, dude, look, what you're doing is shitty. Mm-hmm. Like, first of all, if something personal is happening, keep it off of social media. Number one, Big number time. two, if something's happening like because the MLS, our business. yeah, think it about is. how you would want to be treated. Like, would mm-hmm. you want somebody to do this to you? That's messed up. Yeah. Like all of the stuff, when you think about it, you have to take yourself out of the situation. And I've always said this, I try to think about how the other person would feel. And even if somebody's done something bad to me, like the irk, I look back <laughs> and I look back and I'm like, I feel bad. I feel bad that this person's going through this situation. I feel bad that, you know, maybe this MLS, maybe they have a lot of people that don't come, so they have to be hard asses on it. I feel bad for them. But don't take it out on everybody else. Don't, for me, I try not to taint the waters on it. Now, when you keep screwing me over and you keep doing bad stuff, then I'm like, okay, you're just a shitty person. <laughs> now I'm going to flip your boat. Yeah. Now, <laughs> flip it. Flipping this whole boat over. We but done. it's hard to, it's hard to take, your personal life is so much involved in real estate. And real estate isn't just business because you put so much of your personal life out there. Mm-hmm. So they always co-mingle. There's no way for it not to. And it has to. And so, yeah, keeping, just keeping your manners, keeping your respect. Yeah. And people that want to work with you, they see you on social media and they see your presence. I mean, mm-hmm. you don't think that people that yeah, are hearing about us look us up to see what we're doing and if they yeah. want to work with us or not. I mean, the last time I got, that's the agent. She said, when I saw your offer, everything came in so clear and your yep. the way you wrote it out and everything was so like, she was like, yeah. I want to work with you. And I called her today to tell her, hey, we're all good. I mean, yeah. she's like, seriously? Oh my God, I want to. I just want you to sell all my listings. Yeah. She's like, it's just so rare. Like, I rarely have anyone call or do everything. I'm like, that's sad. Well, it's just treating people the way that you would want to be treated. Like, I I am going to be way more confident in presenting something to my seller. Yeah. If I 
feel like the person is serious, excited. Yeah. They're, they're not yeah. just house shopping windows. Exactly. You know, you want to be... they have multiple offers all over the place. Right. You yeah. want to be confident to present that. It's happening a lot now. This market is really starting to heat back up. It's a wonky wonk, It almost it? makes me feel like it was like last summer, right? When everything was crazy in the housing shortage. It feels like that now, but it's weird. It's different. It's hard for me to even explain it to that's all of our agents because that's right. It's so unpredictable. There, I think it's area based, but it that that and house. And house based. Because if the house is fully done, it's ready to get moved into, it's going fast and you are getting multiple offers. And you're getting a lot of listings. Dude, I'm getting all, like a ton of buyers. Like that's also that crazy wonky how for it, me. But it's, like, it's crazy how yeah. you. And this is why I've always said you can't compare yourself to somebody else because everybody's like it could shift. And then next month I have a crap ton of buyers and you have a crap ton of listings. But I mean I have a lot. I have ten on this MLS. I have a couple on College Station. I have um, six of them that are off market. So I mean, and they're all pending. I have a lot of stuff going on right now. Yeah. That's weird because. It's like been like this since February. Yeah, for me, it was about mid-December. I started seeing an uptick in buyers, and I was like, okay, all right. And then it just, whew. and then I had. I can't do buyers that much because of everything else. I usually, I have to give them to, normally if I have a buyer, unless it's like a personal friend, yeah, whatever y'all's market area is, I have to, I kind of pass them off to you guys because I can't. It's too much. I know, it's a even lot. if I want to help them, I mm-hmm. can't physically, I can't do that. And I, I just can't. But sellers, it's easier because, I mean, freak, my freak. Freak. I mean, freak. I mean, freak, freak. <laughs> My marketing, like, campaigns and stuff that I do is, like, that's freaking fire. Like, that's what I do. I love that. The tech side of it, that yeah. kind of stuff. Like, Which we I need you. love God, it. We need you. And then yes. when it comes to contract law, like, I'm a freaking nerd. Like, Me too. I want to read everything, know everything. Like, I want to go through all of it. I think I'm the only person who enjoys legal one and two. Oh, I love that Did stuff. Did you enjoy it? Yes. I'm like, I'm like studying. But I love all education. Like, I'll yeah. be in here, like, I remember when I was getting my broker's license, um, I didn't have to do, like, if you don't have your degree, you have to have a certain amount of hours. If you mm-hmm. do have it, you don't. But I was like, forget that. I still want to do all the hours. Like, I want to do and try to get as many certifications as I can this year. Yeah. I want to do as much education as I can because if I'm going to be helping guide people like I want to know what the heck I'm doing it's even and it changes so often all I mean, the time and that's what's important I'm on the they, phone with our lawyers constantly yes with the har legal hotline mm-hmm. I called NAR the other day that's why I'm so confident in having you <laughs> as my broker because I'm like she's on top of it and she's actively practicing well, real estate to know like, in every area I so. want to know the rules what are the rules what are we supposed to be doing I mean this lockbox situation yeah, I had an agent from another brokerage tell one of my agents not to go get a Supra to get a normal lockbox, combo lockbox. Number one, this lockbox is going on a single mom's house. So no, you are not going to put a combo lockbox on this house. I mean, do you know how easy it is to break into that? Somebody calls, a realtor can give somebody else the combo lockbox code. I mean, there's so much that happens. But there's so many brokers also that don't know the reason why you shouldn't have a combo lockbox or... I'm here to say, two and a half years in, I did not know that. There's so many that don't. Didn't know. No. And yeah. it's, it's interesting Never was to taught me. that. I that's scary NAR. because who does that fall on? It fall... Well, it depends. So that's why I called NAR. I, mm-hmm. And I recorded the conversation with them and I told them I did. Right. But I said, I want to learn and I want to know. And she was so knowledgeable and she said, yes, you're right. The MLS has to approve the lockbox. So if you're going to use a combo lockbox, brokers, you should listen. If you're going to use a combo lockbox, it has to be approved by that MLS. 
you have to have written proof. If you do not, it's NAR not, this has... This is what blew my mind. Yeah, NAR has a disclaimer on their um, website about lockboxes that clearly states... If it is not a MLS-approved lockbox, you are not covered under the E&O insurance for NAR. You're not. How do brokers not know this? So then who pays? You, the agent. Exactly. Because so that's in my papers. Me, I'm like, two and a half years. Yeah. That could have happened, and I wouldn't have been taught that. Well, our E&O insurance won't cover it either. So that's I the know, thing. There's so many people. But that's like, that is detrimentally this important. This is the thing, though, that... Agents have to know. Brokers should be knowing to teach their agents, and they're not. Everybody just flies by the seat of their pants. Not everybody, but a lot of people. And everybody's copying stuff. I learned from an old brokerage when I didn't know how to do a mud form. How do I do a mud form? Just copy somebody else's on the MLS that's right down the street. exactly what I was taught. What the hell? No. But I didn't do it. You did not do it. That's so bad. I called somebody else. Everything that any of these... How easy is it? It's a freaking button. It's a button. It tells you right there. And the thing that blows my mind on this is that I have been in a situation so many times where I've looked up listing docs on the MLS and I see this mud stuff and it's wrong. Do you know all of the liability for all of the contracts falls on the seller? So you as a listing agent, what you are basically having your seller be liable for blows my freaking mind and you're trusting another agent to copy it? Yep. I think you mentioned too that you saw one that had like 16 of the wrong HOA. Oh, docs. that was here in Kings Point. 16. Yes. So I copied, went on, and it had yes. to be copied. Yes. Had so be. I went on and I was getting ready to list a property and I was like, I called the HOA to get the information to find out, because this is what agents should be doing, to find out exactly how much it was annually and what their transfer fee was and everything. And they were like, oh, this isn't that, this isn't for that, because there's two in Kings Point mm-hmm. and they're both different priced. And so I was like, well, all of these agents, I was like, can you check this address and this address? I checked all of the addresses. They were all wrong. They all copied somebody else. And I, because I'm nice, called those agents. And I was like, look, I was like, I was doing research because I have a listing. I was like, mm-hmm. just want to let you know that you should probably change this because it's wrong. They were all nice. They all thanked me. But that was all because they copied somebody else's. They all told yep. me they copied somebody else's. So who was the culprit? Who <laughs> was yeah. Who did this? I'm but thinking about that too. Can't copy like, it. Like yeah. calling and helping, like uh, uh, like showing beach houses in Galveston. There yeah. was one that had, and I know that they had just redone the windows, but the window had water pouring out. Yeah. Of it. And I, I knew oh, right behind that was a sink. So I was like, oh, it's weird. So I took a picture and I just sent her a message, heads up. You might want to have someone get over there. It looks like. Yeah. Or somebody a, else, you could have just walked away and not cared. Right. No, she's like, thank you so much. I do that all the time. If I see like anything actively leaking or something, if that's the right thing to do, we want to hear that. I think it's important because it helps other people. And I think that's. And then you build that rapport with them because, yeah, we're all going to run into each other. The long, If you're Treat standing, people the way you want to be treated. Oh, because when it comes back to the other side. Well, real estate, our personal life and real estate, it's just, it all comes together. I mean, it really does so your reputation is important the way you treat other people is important Mm -hmm. the way you put toilet paper is important (laughs) i really don't find it that important but you know oh we're doing a facebook because we're about to be done i feel like i'm gonna lose i do but on a good note you are gonna lose i'm I'm gonna gonna go through your beach house this weekend and go through we have on our girls trip and i'm gonna intentionally change all the toilet papers why would you do that? Just to drive you crazy. Because the other girls are going to know that it's you. And it's just dumb. to get on your nerves. You don't want to be known as the dumb toilet paper person. 
Well, I'm already going to be known as the freak show when they see my dance moves. You're the dumb toilet paper person. <laughs> I'm like dancing on a table, like doing weird stuff. I mean, I'm here for it. We're going to have, we a have to. Weekend. We actually have to, I think, get on the podcast because I think that that would be a lot of fun. Yeah, I, asked you, we, I was asking you that yesterday, but your ADD wasn't listening to me. I was like, are we bringing podcasts? Guys? I was dealing with And the then MLS. you were like, that MLS? <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool, cool. We can discuss it tomorrow. I was so mad. I called Mar. I was like, how does all of these realtors, I have all of these rules. I can't force somebody to be somewhere at a certain time. I can't do this. I can't do that. But you're telling me that MLS could do whatever they want. I was like, that's crap. Nick needs a vacation. I really do. I'm so excited. Actually. I know. But 20 we'll, girls. 20. 20. We have 20 girls. Most females I've ever hung out with. Going to never been more excited about it in my life. I'm actually really excited. Still it's going to be 20. fun. We'll take lots of fun content. We have <laughs> We have gifts. That Julie helped with um, for okay. all of the girls, so I'm super excited to give that to them too. But we will most definitely get the podcast gear out, and we'll we'll interview Sweet. some of the girls. I think that yeah, I think that's going to be a lot of fun. And we have a pool, and I have the cool room. Whatever. She's mad, and I had to throw it at her because she keeps throwing toilet paper at I'm me. I'm a little bit jelly belly. I want to sleep in everybody's bed. I'm not going to be like the three little bears. I'm going to be like, I go to your bed, your bed. <laughs> you sw- uh, wiggle in the middle. Yeah. Hey guys. Like, Hi. don't want to because I don't know who snores. <laughs> Deb already told me she's going to fart oh. on me, so I'm super excited about all of this. I had this. to take a poll of all the girls in my room because if there's a snorer, Who's she's sleeping gonna, on the floor. Who do you think's going to snore? It's going to be Christy. Christy better not. Christy, I, I think Christy's a snorer. Or well, she's a sleep talker. I'm going to cover her face with a pillow. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Julie's going to go to jail. <laughs> I'm a criminal. (laughs) Well, until beach weekend, we will see you guys all then.